Welcome back, everybody, to the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Darian Smith. And Darian, tonight was fun, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it, it, 59 to nothing, our Blazers get the W over the a- A&M Bulldogs. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Like, it was good to have the kids out, just see a lot of familiar faces. And uh, it was a lot of nothing but love and good vibes going through the building. Um, able to really sit down and meet meet you, John, and meet your dad. And we vibed out for a second. I mean, it was just a good time, you know. That's that's a, the main thing to gather from this, you know. It was, man. Yeah, and it was great <laughs> seeing you um, and getting to hang for a little bit. I mean, so the game, I mean, guys, this might not be a very long recap episode. And in fact, we're kind of trying things different now. Um, So in in previous uh, recap episodes, Steve and I would record like the next day to kind of give us uh, some time to sleep on it and also to like just rewatch the game. But Darian and I, we want to try something just a little different. And we're giving you like an instant reaction. So right now it's about 1130 at night. Uh, and Derry and I are just going to give you our thoughts on the game, give you guys our thoughts on the game. And obviously, you know, a 59, nothing. I mean, there's not going to be a whole lot of negative things to say, which is great. Uh, mostly positive things, you know, on, I mean, heck when you score <laughs> on the offense, uh, offense, when you score on a special teams, a uh, block punt, recover a t- in the end zone for a touchdown. And when you score on a pick six, like you score in all three phases of the game. I mean, that's in the first total quarter. Domination. In the first quarter. Yeah, that's In the first that's quarter. Holy. <laughs> and, I mean, we kind of hit on it, Darren, you know, in our preview, kind of previewing this Bulldogs uh, team. Like, we, we knew they weren't going to be good. Um, but, man, I didn't know they were going to be this bad. And, and, and not to take away anything, you know, from UAB, because UAB came out <laughs> gun smoking, man. 28 nothing. you know, like you just said, in the first quarter. I mean, UAB was on a mission. And uh, just kind of took them to the woodshed, man. I mean, just didn't give A&M any hope to stay stay around in this ballgame. Yeah, so I was looking at Quincy Casey's, the quarterback for A&M. I was looking at he was the starter. Mm-hmm. I was looking at his stats. And I was telling my wife, I was like, it is, it is hard to have stats that look this horrible. <laughs> it he, is. He went four for eleven, for twenty-two yards, and two picks. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough day. With a net of two attempts rushing for negative two yards. Um, I mean, I you know <laughs> I I don't really know. I didn't. Well, let me start. Let me just start with like regular analysis. I'm trying to figure out how much, what do, I think we both trying to figure out like, what do we gain from this? Like, is it that we're that good or, or are they that bad? I mean, it's, it's certainly good though, that you, sh- you know, 59, you shut out the team, like UAB did what they were supposed to do in this ball game. But to answer your question, like, do we, did we learn a lot? from this game we probably didn't learn a lot but we did we did learn though that hey coach Bryant Vincent was able to get this team prepared and ready for this game and right all th- in all three aspects you know offense defense special teams UAB excelled in all three phases so I mean we can take that but yeah I really do think this A&M team is pretty bad 
Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was good. Um, I think things that we can take away from it is uh, uh, we didn't have Kadeem Taylor Ford out there. Um, we didn't have yeah. Ebo and um, trade. You know, Strop he got hurt the first series. It seemed like out there, and I and, and we um mm-hmm. await the status of him. Hopefully, it was just a you know precaution, and that they you know want to keep him out there. But we learned. So those were those are our guys on offense. That's our guy on the offensive line, our running back, mm-hmm. our number one receiver, and it. I mean. I, I guess it wouldn't have really showed against this team if we really sorely missed them. But it was good to see that we could, uh, I mean, just not miss a beat at all on the team. We were supposed to do that, too, but we didn't miss a beat. And I think this was good for Dylan and Jacob's timing. You know, first game seemed like they were a beat late in that first half, you know. Yeah. Like they were a beat late to read certain reads. But I could tell as the game progressed, as we kept working the reps, these are no no matter how what you feel about the team, these are live action reps. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell that their timing got better. Um our cohesiveness seemed to get better. I'm glad that a lot of guys got reps. Yes, know, so. that's a great thing. Yeah. Um and, and, so we, and also we I mean also too Yeah, <laughs> that I don't know. Like a coach said post game that and he was right, though. I mean, the the biggest sign of uh, your team is going from week one to week two. That's where you see the most improvement. And, and he even said to post, I mean, hey, you really can't complain a lot about a 59 to nothing win. I mean, you really just can't. But he knows there's things that we need to work on. And like you just said, you know, the timing was a little off with the. I don't, I don't know if that if you put that on Dylan or Zeno or, or if you put that on the wide receivers um, but it did. Get yeah, they better. started off um, kind of shaky, you know. They did. As a so, unit, I know we was missing Shrop, but you know, just seeing a couple drop screen passes or short passes being dropped, you know, you can tell that they started off shaky. But I will say they redeemed themselves. Guys like T.J. Jones and man, they man, showed shiftiness yeah. that yak. We got we got yak yardage guys on this team. Yes. And that was good to see for T.J. Jones because, I mean, that was a guy, you know, that we kind of heard that he was going to be a big part of the offense last year. And he almost, you know, really wasn't a big part of the offense last year. But already the first game, you know, four catches, 55 yards. As you just mentioned, getting those yards after after the catch, you know, it was great to see him. Uh, Tejon Palmer had four catches mm-hmm. for 57 yards. Uh, how about flips? Mario Rudolph, two catches for 41 yards. He looked yards. good. He looked he good did. up there. And of course, right. you know, at the tight end too. You know, looking at Bryce Damos getting that touchdown pass uh, from Billy, right. uh, that was nice to see. Um, so seeing Lee Witherspoon break a couple out there, yes. Um, just it was really nice to see those guys. Seeing the, uh, you know, Tavon Curry out there getting getting yardage. Um, uh, I mean, seeing the defense, I love that I saw our the interior of our D line was very stout, extremely stout. It seemed like Kyle Harrell and uh, Renard Ellis, it seemed like they lived in the backfield all game. They were, yeah. It seemed like our DBs was taped to their receivers. Um, I mean, (laughs) guys, I I don't know what kind of, like, in-depth review to give you. 
to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like it was kind of like a blur, you know. It was we looked up about seven minutes to go in the first quarter, it was 21-0. Um look, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, UAB <laughs> did what they were supposed to do to this team. Um and I mean, but there's still hey, there's some things that UAB needs to clean up. And it is one of the things, and one of the things that I noticed with some penalties, man, especially the false starts. Like there was like four, I think three or four false starts, which I mean, I don't know if it was because of the motion from the D line that Elba Man was what doing it was. are <clears throat> and I get so frustrating. Like because we saw that last A&M. year. You yeah. give credit to AM for that. You know, you can tell that was part of the game plan to try to gain an advantage. Every single snap they was like doing mm-hmm. hard line shifts to the left or the yeah. right. And, um, you know, I know we had Badowski out there in for Telford, and it, you can tell it, I think he got him twice in that first quarter. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and we had one on, like, a field goal. It was, oh, Matt Quinn, 52-yarder, <laughs> right? Hey, 51-yarder. Hey, man, he, he nailed that. That was great. Yeah, he nailed it, yeah. So – um, that was really great to see. That was really reassuring. Something tells me that's gonna later on down in the season, that's gonna come in handy, man. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a couple penalties. But other than I the, mean, hey, but other than those false starts, I mean, I I don't well, no, yeah, nine total penalties for 75 yards. So, yeah, we definitely gotta clean that up heading into uh Liberty next week. Yeah, what were the other? I mean. I remember seeing some targetings that got taken, you know, taken back. Uh, it wasn't too much. I can't even really remember. I don't know if I was paying attention, man, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you had the wild, kids with I you mean, too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even know the penalties to be honest. Um, so there was one late hit out of bounds, and I was trying to remember who did that. Uh, it might have been Tyler Taylor, I think. Uh, I don't remember for certain, but there was one little. Probably should have held up and not hit the guy out of bounds. But um, as you mentioned, there were a couple targeting penalties, but both of them were uh, reversed after reviewing. So that was good. Um, I believe the first one was on Damian Miller. I'm trying to remember yeah. the second one. I mean, it was in the, it was in the second half, but um, but both of them were reversed. So that that's good. So UAB doesn't have to worry about having anybody out for the uh, Liberty game. Uh, but hey, we gotta get these guys healthy, man. You know. Coach mentioned post game that Debo uh, got sick at lunch today, um, so hopefully he'll be feeling better. Um, you know, and, and that's another good thing about playing on a Thursday night. Hey, you get those extra two days to rest up, you know, um, and mm-hmm. just kind of relax and just watch the other game. So hopefully he'll get better. Um, yeah, hope, I actually saw no water. No water was. I was gonna say no water was throwing up on the field man but really? i mean but he was able to he was yeah but he got back in so i don't know if it was dehydration or what um but he he looked good but gotta hope telford's back for for the liberty game um and, and then going to shropshire too i mean it looked like he was holding it was either his hand or his wrist he, he, mm-hmm. i think he got uh nicked up on uh the i think it was either, it had to be the first drive or second drive yeah but he was definitely holding his hand on the so, sideline so hopefully he'll be okay my hope it would like with Shrop is like, you know, they was getting it taped up, getting it worked out, you know, and he was felt like he was good to go. And they looked up, it was 21-0 first quarter. And I, I hopefully they was like, hey man, there's no Hey, why bother? Yeah, why yeah, bother? Yeah. Don't let's just mm-hmm. 
if we don't need you right now, let's just hold off and see where this go. And then it went the way it went. It was like, nah, we ain't gonna let you back in. And, you know, and then hopefully, hopefully we get um, some clarity on what's going on with Kadeem Telford because he's a, uh, he's a big time um, blind side protector for us. And he's experienced, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably our most uh, highly touted on lineman right now. So it will be good to get some, some clarity on what's going on there. But, Hey man, overall, I'm just so proud of this team. I'm proud of the guys that got opportunities and they took advantage of them. Um, mm-hmm. we did what we were supposed to do. The defense, like I'm, it was good to see Kobe, uh, Kobe Dempsey out there. I thought he was going to be hurt yes. and not be able to play. But yeah, when I saw, you know, me, I'm all aboard the Kobe Dempsey train. So when I saw him, you know, break up a pass, I'm like, oh, I text John. I'm like. There's 33. <laughs> Who was 33? Because I thought the 33 auto was hurt, you know. <laughs> no, he was out there. He looked good. <laughs> and it was Man. good to see a lot of the young guys making plays. One of the things that stood out is that we're a hard-hitting team. We are. Yeah, very physical. Like, yeah, but, Very yeah. physical team. I like seeing that. Like, we hit guys. And this is football. It don't matter what level you're on. Um, you're going to have – they had big guys out there that was running the ball, too. We, we, had, we got some thumpers. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, they got a lot of guys that came from um, transfer over. The, so they, 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 they done played at the highest level before, you know, as in different some of the guys. And um, we brought that wood to them. I'm like, yeah, this is reassuring. Like from the from our safeties to our D line mm-hmm. to our linebackers, they hit hard everywhere. Um, and that's that's everybody. Yeah, like you just said, it's not not even just the ones. though. you know, you the twos and the threes. Hey, shoot, they were hitting hard too. So it was great to yeah. see that. Um, Especially Damian Miller, man, when he laid the wood on, well, they called it targeting, but they reversed it. I said, whew, man. He knocked his helmet off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof, man. I told him, well, you better stop running that ball like that. Who you think you is, man? But uh, I'm telling you, man. Um, But we can go over some of the stats, too. I mean, we're about 15 minutes. I mean, guys, this is going to be a short episode. This is. These are the kind of the episodes you want to, yeah. you, you know, you. I mean, it's. You're playing the FCS, FCS team. Uh, you beat them 59 nothing. I mean, we could go down the stat sheet, but we I mean, started really, nilly. It, yeah. So <laughs> we played like we were. We could have put up 60, 70 plus, and we started kneeling the ball. And you know what, John? I like to ask you this: Is that would you rather have a team nil on you or score on you? No score because it, in my opinion, hey, I get why Vincent did that already at fifty nine. I get it, but at the same time, for me, like I'd be like, man, this is just even more disrespectful. <laughs> like, go ahead and just do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? We had but, we had our three, we had our threes and fours, and like we was just running the ball. I mean, we were just and, handing off. Yeah, exactly, and they couldn't stop us. So I mean, but but also too, it is great to kind of practice that victory formation. You know, because it is great to have a chance to practice it. But if yeah, if I'm a and I'm like, oh man, this <laughs> you just need it instead of <laughs> come on now. But, yeah, but, I'm just hey, wondering, but yeah, we can we can get into some stats. I just I just that's just kind of I said to my wife, I'm like, man, just just score me, man. Just don't mm-hmm. don't do me like that, you know. But yeah, let's get exactly. into yeah, well, let's look at the stats. Uh, so total yards, UAB had 478 total yards uh, and Eldam and m 235. Passing, 247 passing yards, uh, rushing yards, 231. But for UAB, UAB held A&M under 100 yards rushing, 98 yards, and just 137 yards passing. 
Uh, one of the key stats of the game was the turnover column, and you <laughs> held him A&M four turnovers. Uh, UAB only one, uh, and that was the Zeno interception that I believe it was tipped off of uh, Ron Davis's hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, went for the interception, but I mean, hey, A&M very well could have had six or seven turnovers. There was a couple times that I saw Grayson Cash like almost like if he would just, just been a step over, he would have had uh, almost a pick six at one point. And also, Will Bowler had a couple chances at getting a, a couple interceptions too. Um, but hey, four interceptions. I mean, uh, four turnovers. I mean, fifty nine nothing. I mean, just overall great night. And hey, hats off to Bryant Vincent. Darren, you know, I mean, is I I can only imagine how, you know, anxious he was. I mean, he said on the you know interview I had with him, he was anxious to get out there and coach his first game. It's done, and you really can't script it to go any any better than it did. Fifty nine right. to start your coaching career. Yeah, it was a complete. That's what you want to see is like complete game. Mm-hmm. If it's any like from offense, defense, special teams, and if it's any concern, I can come away with. It would be from our passing game a little bit because, um, I mean, Dylan got let off the hook a couple of times. He kind of, you know, sometimes I think, you know, he was able to escape the pocket, escape pressure for, you know, by himself a couple of seconds. And, and um, I know one drive, his should have been a pick. He kind of just threw it up for grab. But yeah, he shouldn't have thrown that one. And he knows, I, he he talked about it post game. You know, um, our coach brought it up. So I he, can he, tell. Got, yeah. I could tell that he learned from it because if you remember, I was sitting right next to you, John, on that next drive. Mm-hmm. He took that sack. He did. Like he could have, he was buying time and everything. He could have did the same thing and just threw it up because, like, I mean, we playing AM, but I was proud mm-hmm. to see him take that sack. It was probably like an eight, nine yard loss. He could have just threw it up, you mm-hmm. know, and probably one of our guys probably would have made a play, but I'm glad that he was practicing good habits because you can't do that against Liberty. No, you know, and hey, we got those. We got three points off of it because he did that. So exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know he noticed that, and Brian Vincent noticed that, and that gave me a lot of confidence heading into the next week. Um, to see them build, that's the, that's the type of stuff that we can take from this game. Mm-hmm. You know, were we able to kind of uh, eradicate bad habits and build on the good ones? Right. Um, it seemed like we did that. You know. Um, not much like you said it's not much you can really else ask for out of a team what you want special teams we, we did great um right what else i mean <laughs> i mean really the only thing i take away that definitely needs to be worked on is the penalties yeah nine for 75 yards i mean that i mean it's not egregious but it's not good and that can if you're in a close game that that can cost you a game um especially those false starts so and, and yeah. you're going on the road too, like you're going on the yeah. road next week. So they're definitely going to need to get that down. And I think they will. I mean, you know, I, I will. And, and a lot of it too was, I mean, hey, they had to shake up. You know, Telford wasn't able to come uh, play today. So, I mean, you know, it's it's next man up. But hey, sometimes you you know it takes getting those reps in in a, in a live game. Like hey, you can scrimmage all you want, but getting on that field and facing another team, like hey, I mean, you you you. you just had a couple false starts, so I, th- I think they'll uh, they'll work on that and practice uh, next week and get ready uh, for that environment in Lynchburg. Yeah, I think it's something to work on, like the stunts, and um, this, yes. that's where they was getting us at a couple stunts and stuff like that. But um, 
you know, I think, you know, and for me, it would be the timing in the passing game. I think I think we got better as the game went on. But, I mean, it was only so many opportunities in the past because you didn't want to, you know, run up the score. No, and, and also, too, Darren, like, the, we didn't even need to show a whole lot. Like, you know, it was 28 nothing in the first quarter. And it's like, well, shoot, I mean, we <laughs> we don't have to show any of our playbook for real. Just run be, them all. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but definitely, so. definitely hope uh, Debo and Telford and Trop are okay um, for next week. But, but like I said earlier, hey, getting these extra two days, you know, playing on Thursday night, you get extra couple of days. So hopefully, can uh, that is, hopefully it's nothing serious and get the guys ready for next week. Right. I was happy seeing the young guys. You know, I saw um, Iverson Hooks almost took one to the house. Yes, he got loose. I thought it was. I thought it was over with. I saw Brody Dalton. You know, shout out. Mm-hmm. I saw him get the ball in the open field, got that big body going, kind of, you know, put yes. their shoulder into a guy. I, I like seeing that. I saw Tamarius Brown give a good hit out there. Like, I saw I saw some of the guys. I saw um, it's good to see Ike Rowell, you know, out there. Mm-hmm. Safety, you know, hearing about his story, how he's just been working and grinding, and he got out there and got a couple good hits in, almost got a flag, almost got a target. Well, call. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he was, he was the one that got the second targeting, right? Yeah, that back. wasn't a targeting, but you know, uh, you know those back guys love to throw those flags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it seemed like, you know. And, I, and and it was good to see us get pressure, like, and and you know, I was able to see Kyle Harrell up up close, and I could see the extra weight. You know, you can just see it on him, and so and quick see, now. Um, yeah. Yes, and seeing uh, Renard Ellis and he hit man, he hits. I like him. Like, I know yes, we didn't give him too much time and spotlight, but. Seeing him out there, he was like really laying lumber. So mm-hmm. um, those were the things I take away from it. So you know, hopefully in the next game we'll be able to really see the timing of the passing game and see them really <clears throat> get that down and and see Brody and Jacob really making um, great decisions. Even if it, even if we got to eat a sack or something like that, you know, we can do that. And just seeing us healthy and um, like you said, work out those little penalties. That'll be and, good. Um, I think. I think we got a championship squad, man. We're so deep. I think so too, man. So talented, so talented, and hey, I'm glad everybody got to see it now because you know me and you, you know, we've seen it in practice, and now everybody got to see, you know, man, this this team is talented and real deal. This team is capable of doing very special things this year, and I think they can do it. We just got to take it one game at a time, right? Yep, one game at a time. Oh, we almost missed the. We almost missed the best part of the whole dang game, bro. Well, the Matt Coach Clark pick six. Oh, Coach Clark. Oh, yep. There you go. Hey, it was <laughs> great. It, hey, it was great seeing him out there. And when the, when the players were heading towards the locker room and they stopped over there, I, I was I looked at you. And I was like, "What are they doing over there?" And yeah. they were like, "Oh, Coach Clark's over there, man. What an um, I mean, an, an emotional moment. I mean, you you know, you could see." You know, on the screen, you can see Coach Clark starting to get emotional. You can see the players getting emotional. You can His see wife. Jennifer, yeah, getting emotional, man. What a great scene. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that probably was the best moment. You know, it gets you all in the feels. And, um, yes. It just shows the I, I, I try to keep going back to this, like, with this team. And, I, and other people might feel like it about their team, but – this connection with this city, with the with the people, because I think how much we had to go through as a program, I think right. the connection is a, is just a little bit. It means just a little bit more. It's almost like a us against the world type of mentality with us. 
Mm-hmm. And um, once you're in, you're in. Like if you play it's here family, for one, dude. yeah, it is really family, you know. And um, I can just seeing Coach Clark's feeling it. Like mm-hmm. you'll always be one of us, like y'all, and they know that. So no matter where he goes, I don't care if he wins twenty national championships at Alabama. <laughs> you know, oh, now I don't want him to go to Alabama now. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but the thing is, yeah. is, it'll never be. No matter where he go, I don't care. I'm saying this like it'll never have the same connection that you have here because this is the people we are. That's that's what the team. That's what we represent, and we really mean it. So just seeing that, and just seeing the emotion and display of that, that was the best part of the part of the game, you know. And seeing and seeing uh, Mac McWilliams run like me, it, I looked like <laughs> <laughs> he looked like when he caught that pick six. I was like, oh man, that guy looked like me, man. And he almost just as fast as I was. So. And, and really, that was kind of the swing. I mean, because it was already what fourteen nothing, and that made it, I believe, twenty one nothing. Yeah, that was it. Because they were actually, you know, A and M was kind of driving it a little bit on that drive. And he just made a Mac, play on Mac. That's yeah, right. Caught man. like a fifteen yard pass on Mac. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, it was like, oh, you want to catch a pass on me? How about right. I and actually, fix this thing? And actually, it made it twenty eight to nothing. So. It was probably, I mean, hey, but it was great to see that. Um, hey, shout out to Skull getting over 100 yards rushing without Debo. Um, I mean, I told y'all, y'all need to look out for Skull this year. He's going to have a he big year. Good. He did, dude. And I, I was I was so excited because because that's what I'd seen in practice. I'm like, man, he looks good. I, I Hey, watch out. Obviously, Debo's still going to be the number one guy. Um, and, you know, hope he gets better, uh, gets to feeling better really quickly. But, hey, Skull, y'all need to watch out, man. Because Skull's going to do some things this year. We got some guys that'll make you miss. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing I saw, you know, just seeing Skull shaking everybody, TJ Jones, Tayshawn Palmer, Iverson Hooks putting moves on mm-hmm. people. Uh, Lee Weatherspoon was putting moves on people. What you know? We didn't did we we didn't see AJ Gates was no. Um, yeah, I don't think he was dressed out for the game, um, but. Mm. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but uh, yeah. But hey, shout out, you know, Lee Witherspoon. Great to see him back on the field. You know, getting hurt super late last year uh, at the end of fall camp. Uh, but you know, great to see him. He got two touchdowns today. Ended up getting 53 yards rushing. Um, so great to see him back on the field and doing what he did. You know, he he showed in high school and um, glad to have him back on the south side. Right. All right. Now, you know, so. You know, shouts out to uh, Fred Farrier's moms. You know, she shows a lot of love to us on Twitter. You know, we saw, Definitely. you know, he's kind of, he's become like a favorite now. You know, there's a little connection there. So shout out to Fred. We saw him make a play. I thought, I thought that maybe his foot was in, you know. It was close. It was close. Yeah. <laughs> it was close, but he, he looked good out there. You know, just seeing the young guys, like, you know, seeing them make plays. So, hey, man. We, I don't know yeah. what to give you, you know, 59-0. We did what we were supposed to do, and it was a, it was a, it was a love affair in there. And like, he was nothing but love, seeing familiar faces and seeing that with Coach yes. Clark and then seeing the great John Duncan and his dad. It was, it was great. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, it was a great night indeed. Uh, guys, we'll go ahead and wrap up this recap. We still got tw- – we ended up going 28 minutes, bro. Uh, we said before this we were going to do, like, 15-20. <laughs> Hey, we still provide good content and good information for for our listeners. That's right. 
Well, all right, guys. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this uh, Alabama A&M recap episode up. Uh, again, UAB wins 59 to nothing. It was never close at all from the kick from the beginning kickoff. But, guys, we will be back uh, probably in your podcast feed Tuesday morning. Um, forgot that uh, Monday is Labor Day, so we will drop our Liberty preview probably Tuesday morning. Uh, but, guys, uh, whether you're listening to this uh, super late Thursday night or Friday morning, I uh, hope you guys have a safe and enjoyable Labor Day weekend. Uh, get to enjoy some uh, non-UAB football. Just watch some other, you know, CUSA, where, you know, watch some Conference USA football. Um, I'm going to try to catch some of that Liberty Southern Miss game. Yeah. And, uh, but definitely guys appreciate How about y'all tweet at us and let us know what game y'all watching. Let us know who y'all scouting, you know, let us, uh, you know, blaze a pie. Y'all know the handle. Just send us, send us a message. Interact with us. We'd like to hear from you guys. Definitely agree. All right, Dan, go ahead and close us out. All right. It was a great day, Blazer Nation. So, You know what it is. Let's ride.